Hello, folks. Let me tell you about my friends at Reliable Plumbing Services, Mr. Mark Bolin and Miss Sherry Sheline. After 28 years' experience, they can handle all of your plumbing needs, whether you're talking about new water lines, general plumbing services, toilet install and repair, sewer drain services, sewer locating, sewer installation, and much, much more. They offer senior citizen discounts, military discounts, and if you tell them that you heard this advert on Perception is Reality, they will give you a hell of a deal. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the market for reliable plumbing services, then you must call Mark and Sherry at Reliable Plumbing Services. The home office number is 765-252-3665. That is 765-252-3665. Call today. Perception. Perception is... Reality. Reality. Well, hello there, folks, and welcome to this 163rd episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbury. I apologize. It is just me, myself, and I again for this episode. Amber Green is currently becoming a business owner and doing well at her little boutique in Yorktown, Indiana called Fate Style Studio. Be sure to check it out. And Amber will hopefully be joining us back here in the next couple episodes. Uh, I wanted to talk to you in this episode actually about social media. And I recorded an episode that we will drop a little bit later on. But while I was dealing with some technical difficulties, I just kept reading the news and listening to news and listening to talk radio, and more and more information was pouring in about where we are in the world with COVID. And I felt like it had been a while since we had talked about this, and I talked about this so heavy when COVID was not even a thing in the United States, when we were still just watching this kind of evolve in China, way, 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 way back in December and January of the end of 2019 into 2020. And then the pandemic kind of hit and we all were welcomed to a new normal. And then I haven't really talked about this a whole lot. So instead of pushing the social media episode that I was going to, I am now recording this, so we'll push the social media episode uh, for the next episode, and we'll let you guys hear that then. And we're going to talk about this because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm almost feeling kind of like I did in November, December, January of 2019 into 2020. And I know that if I'm feeling this way, there are definitely others out there with issues, concerns, questions. Now, they might not be at the same level I am because I tend to be a hypochondriac and I realize that a lot of other people are normal and you're not as weird as I am. But hopefully we can discuss this and you know, do so in a non-political manner. I'm not trying to politicize my thoughts about this. I'm not trying to politicize the thoughts on the vaccine or not getting the vaccine. And I really just want to approach this 
as as a man living in East Central Indiana, living in the United States of America during the late part of summer 2021, who's looking at the news, scratching my head, and wondering what in the hell is going on and how can we survive this without being at each other's throats and without getting this awful uh, virus and spreading the awful virus. You know, I certainly don't want to hurt anyone out in the world. I definitely don't want to hurt family. I don't want myself to be hurt. And, you know, I don't want any of you to hurt me. So I want to approach this. You know, I'm not I'm not a doctor, obviously. Uh, I'm not trying to say that I'm a specialist by any by any means. I'm just somebody who pays attention to what's going on, has various thoughts about various things going on surrounding this. And I, I, I want to do the very best for myself, my family, my friends, and, and for you, the listeners. And so hopefully we can have a conversation about this and maybe it can put my mind at ease. It can put your minds at ease and or maybe we will uh, cause a panic and an uproar and drive the bus straight into the mountain. I'm not really sure. Before we get started, as always, I want to remind you to share the show with everyone you know. Remind folks that we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. All they have to do is search for us by the full name on those particular sites. Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. You type that in, we'll pull right up. Of course, you can also find us by searching for the name on Google or on various social media platforms. And the home link will take you to every single episode, both new and old, that has ever been produced and released. That home link is perception.fireside.fm. Again, the home link is perception.fireside.fm. We'll pull right up. And then lastly, you can just simply enter in Bilbrey Podcast as well. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. Make sure to spread all of those different informations to your friends, your family, your co-workers, your enemies, the mailman, the garbage man, and any other men and or women that you know. We want to spread the show out far and wide in and among the people in the world. Also, don't forget to tell them to check us out on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey on Facebook. That is facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey318. There, I release live video episodes fairly regularly. It's been hit or miss here recently as I've been working through the summer months and dealing with various things within family and in my life, but we're going to get back onto a regular routine here, I promise, so don't forget to check us out there. You will get a lot of great information. All right, so as many of you have noticed, I myself have been watching the numbers slowly start to increase back again in COVID, and I've really just not known what was going on because here I thought people were getting vaccinated and this was going to be the way that we were going to kill this virus out because people were going to be vaccinated and this wasn't going to be able to spread and this virus was going to go by the wayside. If you all recall... Back when I was first talking 
about this virus in December 2019, January 2020, I, I had said several times, we'll probably get to a place where we will all have COVID. Now, I was hoping when that occurred, we would be talking about having something similar to the common cold, and it would be like a day or two maybe off work, and it wouldn't be that bad. I, I was not hoping, or I was not thinking, or I was, I was hoping quite the opposite, that we would not be dealing with very serious illness and sickness that we would be dealing with for multiple days and weeks on end, just like, you know, COVID has always been. You know, I was kind of in the frame of mind that this would get better and, you know, the virus would slowly start to change, you know, the way that it's been mutating, and it would do so in a way that the humans that were vaccinated and those with good immune systems that, that hasn't really affected the same way it's affected everyone else would, would slowly change this as it mutates into something that just wouldn't be that bad. It's going quite the opposite way. Of course, there were the first couple mutations that came out, you know, the alpha mutation, which they said was less deadly. It was less severe, but it was more contagious. Then the gamma mutation came out, and they said that it was similar to the original strain. And then delta came out. And I hate that it's called Delta. Of course, I went to Delta High School. We're getting ready to do a reunion here coming up. And you're hearing Delta, Delta, Delta everywhere. And that's associated with bad. And everybody hates it. Uh, originally, they said that the Delta the virus was more contagious, but it was less deadly. Now they're saying that it's, it's a really strong and scary bug. I just read the other day, uh, I think on Saturday, that they said that, you know, their fear is that there have been mutations that are worse than the Delta. Uh, I, you know, I've not heard much more about this, and I don't think it's been something that has been far-reaching, but I, I'm sure that something like that will occur. And they said they just simply didn't know if the vaccine would work against those type of mutations. And that's really scary. I actually read a, a, an article on one of those internet buzz sites that's, you know, it's just like a, you know, uh, a clickbait type deal. And I looked at the sources that they cited, and one of them actually cited a source from Newsweek. So I clicked on the original site, and I read something that seemed completely crazy to me. And I'm going to read that for you now. It says, reports of people experiencing breakthrough coronavirus infections after getting vaccinated keep surfacing. It can be alarming to read headlines about more and more people getting sick or stories about the awful symptoms that come along with that after the people are clearly already double vaccinated. However, these cases do not mean the vaccines are a failure. Quite the opposite. It means the vaccines are working. Now, what blows my mind about that is, to me, that is the biggest case of doublespeak that I have ever heard. 
okay? Now listen, I'm not making this a Republican or Democrat thing. I'm not trying to politicize this or politicize anybody's opinion or my opinion or trying to push any kind of specific political agenda when talking about this. I just want to talk common sense, non-doctor to non-doctor person out here, and, and maybe somebody way smarter than me can explain this. But the fact that we were told a vaccine was needed and that we all needed to take the vaccine and the vaccine would stop us from being able to catch the coronavirus and moreover, it would stop us from being able to pass the coronavirus on we needed this vaccine. We needed this vaccine because that was what was going to stop this. And then, then, okay, we were told that they were pushing this through. This was when President Donald Trump was still in office. And on the campaign trail, the woman who would become Vice President Kamala Harris and the man who would become President Joe Biden was telling people that they were uncertain of the vaccine, that they did not know if they would get vaccinated if a vaccine came out and Donald Trump was president. Let's listen to those cuts right now. Let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if we knew all so of what went into it. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. you got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation. So they can look and see. So there's consensus this is a safe vaccine. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You're going to be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. And so there you go, folks. You just heard President Biden, then candidate Biden, and Vice President Harris, then candidate Harris, talking about Donald Trump and the rollout of these vaccines through Operation Warp Speed and how they should be questioned and transparency needed to be uh, a key factor. No, let's face it. I agree. Transparency needed to be a key factor. Transparency always needs to be a key factor. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or if you're the town council of a three-horse town in Gaston, Indiana, or if you're the president of the United States of America. Transparency, communication, and accountability has to be the priority. Okay, There we heard these people saying, you know, they, they don't know who would take it. Would you take it? Would you put your kid out there? I wouldn't take it if Donald Trump said to take it. Okay? And we now have sources like PolitiFact who are there to let us know, quote-unquote, what is true and what is not true. Who knows what's really going on there because they are completely biased. They're saying what you just heard 
never happened. If you go to PolitiFact, and anybody can go to PolitiFact.com, that is P-O-L-I-T-I-F-A-C-T dot com, and you search for Biden, Kamala Harris, distrust of COVID-19, they say that is false. That what you just heard never happened. Now, if you read down through into the fine print a little bit, it says, if your time is short, the video clips, the audio that you heard where Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are raising doubts about COVID-19 vaccines, um, those clips, they're not really raising concerns about the vaccines they're more likely raising concerns about the rollout by then-President Donald Trump. What does that even mean? Who cares what they're talking about? That means the vaccines are okay, definitely now that they're in charge, but if the vaccines were rolled out by Donald Trump, they, they wouldn't have been okay? Do you see what kind of politics goes into this and why this causes such chaos? Because now it becomes a thing where you've got people who are bullying people into getting these vaccines. You don't have a situation where people are talking to their doctors and doing the research on their own behalf and talking to their doctors who are doing research and making intelligent decisions based on conversations with their medical teams, conversations with their family, doing research and taking time to make actual decisions based on reality, they're more concerned about what is more left or right and what people are thinking about their decisions. And that, to me, is very scary because we're now in a situation where they're telling us you know, that we're bad if you're not getting the vaccine. Maybe you have a health reason and your doctor has said, no, it's probably best that you don't receive this vaccine. But your next door neighbor doesn't know that. You know, most people aren't going into great detail about their medical health when they're talking to passerbys. But when someone asks if you're vaccinated and you say no then they just immediately think that you are a far right leaning right nut job and that you're going to try and uh, you know kidnap them and take them to storm the capital and and that's that's crazy now we have this big push because of the delta variant of the covid-19 virus to refer to the pandemic at this point in the game as a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, to me, that doesn't really make sense because a large portion of those who are sick and in hospitals or being quarantined are people who are fully vaccinated. So that really doesn't make sense. Yes, I understand that folks who have both shots can still pass this on to other folks that have the shots and can definitely pass it on to folks that don't have the shots. And the people who don't have the shots, I assume, would be sicker. That, that makes sense. I get it. 
but there have been people who have died of COVID-19 who have been fully vaccinated. So, you know, to me, it just, I can't make those two things make sense in my mind. And, And that's why I'm speaking about this. I'm not trying to push it one way or another. I'm trying to... I'm trying to determine what I need to do. And you know, it's all made harder by the amount of information and moreover, the amount of misinformation that is out in the public everywhere pushing this theory or that theory or, or this statement and that statement, and you really just don't know what to do. And, and really, honestly, all it's doing is adding to the amount of stress that individuals have, which cannot be making the situation any better. And honestly, it seems like all this is doing is causing people to kind of dig in and stay put, not doing anything because people are just kind of frozen in place by all of the chaos and all of the craziness and it's in my opinion not helping people make sound decisions i mean let's forget just a moment we're talking about whether or not people should get the vaccine or shouldn't get the vaccine at this point trying to determine what they should do to make sure that they are healthy and those around them are healthy we're just talking about things such as you know, whether or not people should go to work, not go to work, whether or not people should go to eat in a restaurant or not go to eat in a restaurant, whether masks should be in place or should not be in place because we have those folks that want mandates and lockdowns to be reoccurring. We have folks that want masks and lockdowns to never reoccur. We can't make a determination on where, when, who, how, we should be protecting ourselves even just as individuals. And, I, and to me, that's scary because what that means is that's when the government then comes in and says, okay, well, we're going to do it for you, and we don't want that. What I wish is that more people could calm the hell down and we could make decisions for ourselves that would better ourselves and better our neighbors – Okay, that way we can say, look, we can do it on our own. We have the CDC and others that are saying unvaccinated people need to wear masks everywhere except their home. And it's probably even best that they wear them in their homes. They're not really saying that, but it won't be long. We have them saying that even those that are vaccinated need to wear masks indoors. If you can avoid being indoors Outside of your home, you should do that. Even if you're outside, like, for example, in a setting such as a concert venue, well, you shouldn't be in those settings. But if you are, you definitely need to be wearing masks, whether you're vaccinated or not. And then when people hear that, because the mask thing is such a big deal, and People are saying, well, the government's pushing this mask thing for, you know, some people say because they're trying to help us. And some people say it's a form of control. What people don't realize is that really causes people to question the vaccines. See, we all initially thought, and I definitely initially thought, that they were saying the masks were to save us. I wear the mask to make sure that you can't give me the virus and then halfway through the pandemic you know i was told no 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 
that's to make sure that if I am contagious, I can't give it to you. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. You should wear the mask if you don't want me to give it to you. And I will wear the mask if I don't want you to give it to me. If I'm out in public and somebody doesn't have a mask on, I don't get mad because, look, as a hypochondriac, I have a mask on, okay? I understand some people say, well, you're not living up to your liberty. That's not freedom, da-da-da-da-da, okay, whatever. It's freedom because I do what I want to do, all right? I don't need the government to tell me to wear a mask or not wear a mask, whatever. I'm going to do what makes me feel safe, okay? So when I was told that... People are being forced to wear masks because the government says if you wear a mask, you're protecting someone else from getting a disease that you may or may not have. That blew my mind. And then now to hear after the masks have been lifted and the lockdowns have mostly been lifted and all of that, that people are pushing for that again. And the masks are such a big thing. That makes me wonder if they don't realize that that makes people question the vaccines. If everyone's out here supposed to be getting vaccinated and the vaccines help, and and even if you catch it, it's not that bad, da-da-da-da-da. Well, first of all, that doesn't play in my mind very well because people are still dying who are vaccinated, okay? So that seems a little crazy to me. But moreover... When they're pushing the mask the way they are, to me, it means they're very concerned that the vaccines aren't doing what we initially thought. And who remembers back early on in the vaccine process when I did the episode asking why the vaccine cards had more than two places for the first and second dose of the vaccines you know if you were supposed to get a first dose and a second dose why did these cards have four six and eight places on them it almost looks like they knew from the start that you would need more than two shots well now we're hearing that they're talking about the possibility of getting extra boosters, getting a third shot, or folks might need to get a third and a fourth shot to protect against the various variants of COVID and the initial COVID virus itself. See, this just all seems a little much. And some of this information, I'm willing to say, can even be misinformation. But the problem is it's hard to know where to look for real truthful answers. All right, before we get even more carried away, ladies and gentlemen, we need to take a real quick break. You're listening to the 163rd episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher Bilbrey, and we'll be right back. Orion at Kings Island, one of only seven giga coasters in the world. Right now, get Kings Island admission, parking, and free drinks for just $49.99 online. 
What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing under license in all 50 states and MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. All right, folks, we are back. Episode 163, Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's great to be with you. Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. We were talking before the break about all of the information and, moreover, misinformation that is out floating around in the world. It's everywhere for us to hear, to suck into our mind almost unconsciously. It's in print. It's on TV. It's in social media. It's everywhere, and it leaves us with a sense of not knowing what to believe, who to trust. And and let's face it, for someone like me, who is a conservative, a a right-leaning libertarian, I don't trust the government. Hell no, I don't trust the government. And I would be understanding if you don't trust the government yourselves. Now, I also understand that that might make people look at me a little odd. Why don't you trust the government? What are they trying to do? Let's be real for a second, okay? No one should just blindly follow any of these people. Hell no, I don't trust the government. And I certainly, certainly do not trust the doctor who has become the American and almost worldwide face of this pandemic, which is none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. Hell no, I don't trust him. This cat He is so in love with his picture and image on TV and magazines and radio. He's so in love with the sound of his own voice. He literally has said everything that could possibly be said in all areas of this. He has covered every base and who knows what to truly believe from this man at this point. In my opinion, they would do so well for whatever they're attempting to do if they would fire him and put somebody in place that appears to be competent because Dr. Anthony Fauci does not appear to be that person. Okay? To me, also, they should back off of the mask situation and they should start talking to us in a transparent way, kind of like candidate Biden was saying, if they want folks to consider getting the vaccine at this point, because let's face it, let's face it, okay? If you haven't been vaccinated at this point, chances are you're holding out for a reason. I've heard a lot of people say they're holding out until the FDA finally gives full approval. Now, I just read before I hit the record button for this episode that the FDA might possibly be looking at giving the full write-up on uh, maybe the Moderna vaccine by the fall. Okay, That is good information. That's good to hear. My question is, how many people are going to, 
get sick and or possibly die before then? And are they having all of the information that they need? They're now talking about something called COVID, long, long COVID, which is something that you get even more so if you've been vaccinated. So it's the long-term effects of COVID that affect you long after you have had it and you're okay, like the brain fog and fatigue and confusion and, and, and heart issues or breathing issues or various other things that we've just not had this long enough to know how it affects you six months, a year, two years, five years, 10 years down the road. But something that I read stated that they're really noticing this situation, this COVID long or long COVID scenarios in folks that have the COVID virus after being vaccinated. That's a concern. That's a concern. I've heard that women who go in to get mammograms are being asked if they have been vaccinated and they're being asked that not to be pushed one way or another, but because the folks that are reading the mammograms need to know if the woman has had her COVID vaccine because if you, as a woman, have been vaccinated... They have to read the mammogram differently because something in the COVID-19 vaccines are causing something to appear in the breast tissue like cysts or something that makes the image different. And they need to know that so they don't think that you have breast cancer. Now, that's pretty, pretty damn scary to me. What do you mean? So they don't think that you have breast cancer what do you mean they're creating cysts or images or places in the tissue that look like it mimics something that they would be concerned about is it the possibility that there's something there that they're concerned about do you mean to tell me that having the covid vaccine can be an issue for folks that are being checked for breast cancer you know, the conspiracy theory that has been out in the world, you've seen it in memes, is that they're sprinkling all of this unknown crap into these vaccines, and who knows what they're pumping into people's bodies, okay? To me, that's probably a conspiracy theory, all right? I'm not saying that's what they're doing. I'm just saying that's what some of the people out there who buy into conspiracy theories are saying, but then to hear that this is something that doctors and nurses and, and radiologists and, and imaging folks are actually telling women, that makes me go, hmm, I wonder what the deal is with that. You know? Like, look, I'm a man. I'm not getting a mammogram. Is there something that I need to be concerned? Is there some way that is this affecting me too? in some way that I don't know. Like, there's so much unknown here, and there's nobody that appears to be working to tell us the truth. And it's led me to not know 
what what I should do. And I'll be honest, it scares the hell out of me. I don't want the I don't want the Delta virus, the Delta variant, the COVID-19 virus. I don't want the alpha or the gamma. I don't want long COVID or short COVID or any COVID. I really don't know what to do. And I don't know where to turn to get proper information. I don't know where to turn to research to be able to give you proper information. And in my opinion, it's, it's scary. And, and, you know, coming from my point of view, doing what I do and being a quote-unquote activist and political pundit, political commentator, I think, well, we need to band together and we need, we need to demand this. And we need to demand that they, they tell us this or tell us that. And in some ways, it's like the whole social media aspect. The fact that anybody can get on a post and say anything the fact that there are all of these sites out there designed to do nothing other than pump out misinformation is scary. It's really, really scary because gone is the ability to be able to research and feel confident in what you're researching. Not to mention, not to mention that this should cause us to question so many other aspects of vaccines, whether we're talking about the flu vaccine or we're talking about the shingles vaccine or the chickenpox vaccine or all of the other vaccines that they pump into our very small children, four, five, six different shots, all these different chemicals at a time, so that they can go to school. I can remember having the chicken pox, all right? I remember having the chicken pox. I remember my brother having the chicken pox. My brother, who's five years younger than me. I also have a brother who's 19 years, 19 and a half years younger than me. Whatever, 20, something like that. He's very young. And I don't recall him having the chicken pox because he didn't have the chicken pox because now the chicken pox vaccine stops you from getting chicken pox. Why? Why? Why not just allow children to get chicken pox, to itch for a couple of days, to be home from school and get to watch cartoons, have their parents take care of them, and then move on in life? Okay? Why, why must we defeat all of this? And I look, I know that I'm moving into an area where people are going to be like, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. No, I just want answers. I just want someone to talk to me in a way that they're not talking down to me or not talking at me, not that they're, they're judging me, but that they're giving me good, solid information. 
not telling me I'm stupid for having questions, not telling a mother that they're a bad mother because they question all of these chemicals that the doctor wants to pump into a 16-month-old child. Let me be very clear. I honor and I support the mothers who say, whoa, 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 wait just a second. I want to research this before you just start pumping chemicals into this fresh baby. For so long, these women or these parents out here have been looked at as Looney Tunes or quacks or nuts, and, and that's just simply not true. They just want to be healthy in their decisions. You know, I know a couple different people who really go the opposite way on all of this, and they do clean living and healthy eating, and they they are not, they're not anti-science or they're not anti-common sense. They go to the doctors, and, and they understand that God has given humans the ability to have intelligence, to go to medical school, to be able to help sickness, and so on and so forth. They understand that. But they are just trying to live life the best way, the most healthy, natural way possible. And I'll be honest, their children and they themselves are the most healthy specimens of humans that I know that are going. And so it, it's just all of this, man, leads me at the end of... What's it been? March to March is a year, 12 months. Then April, May, June, July, August. So 17 months into this and 41 minutes at this point into this podcast. And I am right where I started out when I was standing in my brother's home in Houston, Texas, watching the TV in December about this flu-like virus that was affecting China when I was freaking out before I had done my first ever podcast on this topic, before I had done my very first live on this topic, before the masks and the gloves and the shutdowns and the run on toilet paper and money and, and the, the putting away of the common sense. Where does this leave me? In the exact same spot. Not knowing what really in the hell is going on. Leaving me not knowing who to trust or what to do. Leaving me with a little bit of fear about all of this. Leaving me completely out of my mind and beside myself. And at this point, I realize that's not healthy. It's not healthy to be fearful. It's not healthy to be scared and to live life this way. So I've come to the conclusion that I am not going to be politically bullied by the TV. I'm not going to be politically bullied by the next door neighbor. I don't care what my politicians say. I don't care what the candidates say. I don't care what my governor says or what the president says who doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground when it comes to this vaccine because at one point he was against it. I don't care what PolitiFact says. He was against it. I've heard it from his own mouth. Now he's pushing it and you're a bad guy if you don't want it. I'm not buying any of that. I am going to talk to my family and my friends. I'm going to research myself. I'm going to talk to my 
medical team, my, you know, my doctor or my nurses, nurse practitioner, those that I that I trust as a religious person, I'm going to look to my spiritual side. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to ask my my faith to help guide me on this. And that's where I feel like all of you should be. And none of you should be concerned about what the next person is going to do. Do what is right for you and your family. And to hell with the rest of it. And that's how it has to be. And for those of you that think that this is a Republican thing or a Democrat thing, do not get yourself twisted because there are all sorts of people, whether they be Republicans or Democrats or Libertarians or, or Socialists or Independents, that are saying all sorts of crazy things about this virus and the ways that they believe that we should all be protecting ourselves or protecting each other or protecting our towns, our cities, our counties, our states, the country and the world from this. And some of them fit nicely and neatly into the little box that they belong in or that people think that they belong in and some of them are crazy. All we have to do is look to the Republican mayor of West Lafayette Indiana, Mr. John Dennis, who was speaking during a press conference with the Tippecanoe County Health Department on August 4th, just a day ago from when I'm recording this, and he was talking to his public, his constituents, and to other Hoosiers and those others in the world, and he referred to those folks that have not been vaccinated as assholes. And there were people who cheered this. A lot of people on the left cheered it, and some on the right cheered it. And then there were those who said, wait a minute, I've been told that I have blah, blah, blah form of cancer, and my doctor told me not to get the vaccine. Or I have this and this and this health reason, and my doctor has told me not to get the vaccine. So he's quickly came out and said, I should not have been commenting. My frustration has the better of me. This makes it clear that I should not have been commenting on this medical crisis. And that, my friends, is what I want to hear. You shouldn't be looking to those people that are on TV who are journalists or wannabe journalists or pundits or, or lawyers or pol politicians to get your answers for health-related issues, all right? I don't know what John Dennis was before he was the mayor of West Lafayette. Maybe he's a doctor. If so, he's a piss-poor doctor. But chances are he's not a doctor, Yet he's letting you know that you're an asshole if you're unvaccinated. Something that you should be discussing with your doctor. Maybe your doctor tells you it would be good for you to be vaccinated. Maybe your doctor says, no, it's not a good idea. If your doctor tells you it's not a good idea to get vaccinated, does that mean you and your doctor are assholes? Mayor John Dennis found out the hard way that no, his people, his constituents, the voters, didn't want to hear what he had to say concerning that. 
and they have been letting him know in droves. It took him less than a couple of hours to start recanting his statement, and he's now been on a, an apology tour for the last 24 hours because this is not a political issue. This is a health issue that we need to be looking in our inside of ourselves, doing our own research, talking to our family, our friends, our loved ones, and our health care professionals. And ladies and gentlemen, we must do what is good for ourselves, not what's good for our neighbor or what we think our neighbor wants us to do or what we think is socially acceptable or what is woke. And I want to say I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. The number one thing is be safe. Take the precautions that you feel you need to take. But do not let fear overrun your life. I'm sure we'll be talking about COVID into the future. If you have anything that you would like to add, please get a hold of me. You can email the show at khbilbury at gmail.com. You can also call or text the studio line at 765-546-9796. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash bilbrey318. Also, check out the co-host Amber Green. Green is spelled with an E at the end. And be sure to look up her new store. That's Fate Style Studio. It's in Yorktown. You guys need to stop Stop by or definitely look her up on Facebook. Until next time, take care of one another, be safe, God bless, and we'll look forward to talking to you all again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRB. Bilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.